Hello! Hello! We are back, and we are going to do a little two-in-one episode today, because um, we didn't get around to doing last week's episode last week, but it was pretty, it was eventful, but not a lot going on, so we'll do it quickly this week. Yeah. Um, We're sorry, it's just been busy, and Ariel's in school, and, you know, just stuff. Yeah. Oh, and putting up Christmas at my house takes, like, 17 weeks. So. And we've done that. So. Yay, it's finally done. Woo-hoo. Not without serious injury, but that's another story. Okay. <laughs> we, are, uh, we are the Rosettes, by the way, in case you didn't get that. Um, and we are the only mother-daughter bachelor podcast. As far as we know. Out there. So, you know, enjoy. And um, I'm Marsha. I'm the mom. And I'm Ariel. I am the daughter. And let's just dab right into the episode. All right. So episode four last week, you know, the men, it started with the men being super frustrated with Claire giving herself a rose at the last rose ceremony and, you know. And they were just really frustrated that none of them got, I don't think they knew she got a, she gave herself a rose, but they were all very, very frustrated that she was not willing to give a rose out to anyone. Yeah. And, um, and they, they're, know she, they know she wants Dale. Yeah. They're like, well, if she just wants Dale, why are we even here? Which makes sense. It's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so Chris Harrison goes and talks to her. Yeah, and it, it, it he makes it look like it's like a spontaneous thing because he's like, can I move this chair over here? So I was wondering if it really was a spontaneous thing. It's probably not because they have to get the lighting people and the cameras in there. Well, they probably the always have cameras and lighting and stuff well, in there. Well, that's true, that's true. So, and it's probably not an unusual thing for her to have producers over, have cameras yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, because she's the bachelorette. So I don't I don't think that's weird at all. Um, so he just basically comes in and says, let's talk. You know, we're, the path we're on now, we, we can't continue the path we're on now. And she's like, I respect the process. I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> and he's like, Chris Harrison's like, be honest. No BS. Because he actually cusses in this episode, which is fascinating. I don't know. I wouldn't know if I would say fascinating is the well, right word it's choice unexpected. For it. Unexpected. Okay. <laughs> you know, I fell in love with him, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, she saw his Instagram. She thought he was perfect, et cetera, et cetera. Chris says, don't F with me. Did you talk to with him before him? And she says, I swear on my dad's grave, I didn't. And basically, you know, they have this big, long talk. Um... You know, I've waited so long for this. You know, he's like, do you want Dale? Yes, but I've waited so long for this. Well, too bad. It's over now. You you know, pick Dale and get on with yourself. And Chris Harrison wipes his eye, which I thought was cute. Yeah. Well, I don't think he's saying, I don't think she's saying she's waited so long for this in regards to the bachelorette opportunity. I think she's, in her mind, she really is thinking about Dale and having oh, a husband okay. i never interpreted it i read as, it differently i read it like i had to wait through um quarantine and stuff and so i waited so long to have oh this i interpreted it just as oh my god i'm so old I and mean, i'm not married <laughs> and <laughs> i'm making a frowny so face long. well i don't think it matters however she's always talking about that so Anyway, they, that's how I interpreted Chris it. Chris and um, Claire agree that the whole thing's over. Um, and basically, let's see. They cancel all the dates, and then all the they make Dale go on a date with her. They yes. have a dinner. Um, they, so she looks. Her dress is like gorgeous. The, the red red dress, like yeah. Jessica Rabbit dress. And um, she looks gorgeous. They have dinner and it's it's bore it's pretty boring, but they both share stories about their parents together yeah. and how well, he he says he's you know did you pick this spot out? Yes, I did. Like what? You're in you're in this you're secluded in this resort. Okay, you picked this spot out. I don't think she said she did. She says it feels like I did. Okay, hopefully you're right. Yeah. Know. 
So they chat and they talk about their parents and and it turns out both of them have crazy parents that got married um, after a short period of time and both hitchhiked hitchhiked across the country yeah. to meet the other parents. And let's not forget the very 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 most important thing we learned this episode. That her parents. Oh, her parents are named James, <laughs> James and, and Lily. Lily. And she's about the same age that Harry Potter would have been Which if he was a real scary. person. Wait, what? And, <laughs> and um, her, yeah, her parents' names are James and Lily. And she is a Slytherin. Clearly. And she's wearing red. So Gryffindor. Okay. So I'm pretty sure that she is Harry Potter, just like in disguise. Right. But all right, <laughs> carrying on. So they have their um, date, and, and they, it's boring. And then she basically brings him in. She brings him into her room, and they have. Is this their? No, this isn't later. the one. This isn't when she's wearing the red dress. She's wearing a different outfit at this point. This isn't their. No, I think this is their, like, fantasy suite date, basically. Oh. Oh, you're right, you're right. And they, yeah, they fantasy suited up, and then the next day... The red dress is on the floor. Yeah. The and usual, usual tropes, the and blah, then... Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. All the usual fantasy suite tropes, and then she meets Chris with Chris Harrison later in the day, and she's like, I want to get married to this guy. And he's like, oh, okay. And so then he goes, and... He finds Dale, and he's like, listen, Dale. Oh, we forgot, a, we forgot an important thing. During their date, Chris and Bree sing. Oh, yeah, from Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, but we want to shout out to Chris and Bree because... I'm not... I'm, <laughs> I don't believe they're really in love. Oh, I do. Do you? Yeah. Then why aren't they ever together? They... I know it's Are you talking pandemic. about Chris and Bree? Yeah. Well, at the beginning, they they were on a pandemic. I don't follow either of them on Instagram. Yeah, but I know. I know at the beginning of quarantine, right after Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart ended, they were like, "Oh, we're so happy to be together." But Bree is immunocompromised, so she couldn't travel mm-hmm. to see him. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think that's a, a weird thing. But anyways. Okay. Moving on. Um, I forget where we were before. Well, they you had their day. That yada, oh, yada, so yada. important detail. No, that is important. <laughs> Chris and Bree. But yeah, so they had their date, and they're, um, they're in love. Bree, Bree, or sorry, not Bree. Sorry, um, Claire tells Chris Harrison, like I said before, that she wants to marry Dale, and he's like, "Oh, fine, you're crazy, but okay, we'll figure something out." And then he goes to Dale. And he's like, hey, Dale, um, Claire wants to get married, so you got to figure something out. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Mm-hmm. I know this isn't what she signed up for, but, you know, you got to do something about it now. And Dale's like, oh, crap. And um, then Chris Harrison pulls out his phone, and he's like, I'm going to do a little FaceTime call. With and he calls, he calls Neil Lane on FaceTime, and he's just talking to him. He's like, hey, Neil. Basically, get your ass out here. And Neil's Neil. just like at the grocery store or something. He's just outside he's, he's doing like, his day thing. He's like, already this is weird. Already, really? Yeah. He's like, oh, fine. I'll send. I'll send some rings over. But I need the ring today. And so he gets some rings, and then they get engaged. Yeah. So Dale's looking super stressed the entire time he's on camera. Um. Chris Harrison, you know, basically kind of forces Dale to to propose. Um, I already said that. Okay. Uh, Basically, if we go back and see the guys, Dr. Joe, Brandon, Kenny, all the guys, they're all speculating that, oh, there's no way he's going to propose to her. That's ridiculous. And they're like, and we all think, (laughs) yeah. And they're all like, and if he does, I don't think he's going to regret it. I don't think this isn't what he wants at all. I think if he does anything, she's, it's because she's sort of questioned him too. Well, and Claire also is scared he won't propose. Claire's like, oh, I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. Uh-huh. Which, like, the whole thing is just crazy. But, okay. Yeah, she's loony tunes. Um, but they, they do it. They yeah. get engaged. And then Dale, I don't know what he was thinking, but after they get engaged, 
he's like, we did the damn thing. Or he's like, let's do the damn thing in regards to getting married. And it's like, uh, wrong bachelorette, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you hear this on the TV one time and was like, well, maybe Claire said it. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? That was really funny. Um, but yeah, thank gosh but that's he was, over. Well, he was really scared and tentative and iffy, at, you know, at first. He's like, oh, it's crazy. And afterwards, you know, oh, you know, Chris is, oh, he's, you know, how, how's your, you're engaged, yay. And she's like, I felt it the whole time. I felt it. And Dale says, I accepted it. <laughs> Which is very much his whole energy. His whole vibe, yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank you. gosh that's over and we can move on. She's out of there. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares about her? Yeah. Um, so Chris is like, all right, guys. Buddy Ruse. Your roasties. journey is not over. Your journey is not over. <laughs> Don't boogie too fast. Claire is engaged to Dale. And they're like, oh, my God, Looney Tunes. And then... Um, Basically, Chris says, okay, you, you're going to get a fresh start. Kenny says, we need to get a new bachelorette in here, which is basically what they decide to do. You're going to get a fresh start, but you have to decide by tonight if you want to stay. So Chris is like, you know, you have to decide. Are you over Claire or not? And most of them are like, hell yeah. We didn't even talk to her. I, I think I talked to her for two minutes once. <laughs> And so they're like, okay, yeah, most of them are all in. Blake Beard gives a little bit of a pushback, but Jason is the only one that's like, at the last minute before the new Bachelorette shows up, he finally walks in the room with all the guys. And they're all like, yay, he's here. He decided Mm -hmm. to join. Oh, yeah. And they all show up. Um, A lot of them are dressed better than they were the first night. (laughs) They're like, got to put more effort into this time. And then in walks. Well, she doesn't walk in yet. Oh. At the end of the episode, is she walks out of the limo. Yeah. So it's like first night sort of-ish feeling, and Chris is outside the not mansion with the not fountain, and he's like, you know, rubbing his hands together and waiting, and the limo pulls up and out walks. <gasps> Big surprise! Taisha! Um, and so now the good parts of the season can start. And, um, that's where last week's episode ends, and then we can get started on this week's episode. Yes, I have to change my papers. Shuffling, sorry. Okay. So, the episode starts with Tasha coming out of the limo. I want to, I want to say something. Okay. <laughs> last time on The Bachelorette, so they have a recap like they do every week, but again they show Mike from Canada in the recap. So I wonder if he'll be on, like, they love him so much that maybe he'll be on Bachelor in Paradise or something. I did not see him on the recap I did today all. when I rewatched it. He was okay. there. They, they showed him again. So why show him if you don't love the guy? Okay. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, Tasha never wants to feel like a second choice again. So, she, and she, she's really nervous that since she is coming in there after Claire that some of the guys won't be into her. Riley and Which narr- is stupid. <laughs> I know. That's crazy. Riley narrates what's happening so far. Here's what, This is what happened. Here's what's happening. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm not sure it's important to say Riley is narrating what ha- is happening well, and then say, Riley is not say the, what he's saying. Riley is one of the... It's just important that he's the narrator of the season, sort of. Like, you know, here's what happened. Okay. Claire came... Claire fell in love with Dale. She left. Now we've got Tasha. Now we're figuring out what's happening. Okay. Um, and she walks in and they're like, oof. And uh, the first person well, to stand up that first time, I believe, is... Um, no. No, it's Bennett. I checked it again. Oh, I thought it was the, um, the, the former addict guy. No, I checked it again. It was okay. Bennett. But she walks in, Ben is the first one that stands up. And unless maybe it's the second time she walks in after she meets There's one of the times early on where um, the former addict is the first person to stand up for her. Um, Which I thought was 
nice. Yes. Because I think they have a good connection. So, Also Bennett, because he's a gentleman. And I had the um, subtitles on. Mm -hmm. And when she walks in, oh, my goodness. Oh, God. Yo. Yes. (laughs) Was that... Easy that said that? Easy said, oh my goodness. But other unattributed guys were, oh my God, yo, yes. <laughs> and they all, you know, stand up and their jaws drop and they're like, oh my God. And it's so funny because she, she I, oh no, not yet. She, she introduces herself to all of them. She's like, hi, Tish, I'm so excited to be here. And then Chris is like, I got a few few uh, other guys for you to meet, Tasha. And then the guys are like, what? <laughs> well, before what? then, she meets several guys. Oh, is that when they all pounce to meet her? No, no. It's after the new guys come that they pounce to meet her. Oh. Uh, before the new guys come, um, she says, you know, Tasha says, I want to lean into this. I'm so happy you're here. I want to find love. Do you? And she talks to Ivan first. She tells him he's so handsome. And Ivan says, love can come in any shit form anywhere. He's going to say shape or form or whatever. But he says, he from anywhere. He says, love can come from anywhere. You know, then Tasha's more his speed than Claire was. Riley, she talks to Riley next. Um, he asks her where she's from and what she does. She says, I'm from Orange County. I tra- right now I travel a lot and I'm into beauty and lifestyle. What do you do? <laughs> he says, I'm a medical malpractice attorney from New York City. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he's like a big time ambulance chaser. He's like probably doing pretty good. Justin is next, and he's really iffy every time he talks to her, you know, because he, um, oh, no, that's Justin, not Jason. Justin talks about her big-ass eyes and her smile and how beautiful she is, blah, blah, blah. Basically, they're all fawning over her. Yeah, Yeah, Damar and Jay. Beard, Blake Beards. Oh, this this is funny. Blake Beard comes out and says, I just, I'm having a hard time since Claire left. I just want you to be patient with me. I'll be more fun if you're patient with me. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm waiting for you to be fun, Beard. Because you're cute. Such, I don't even think he's that cute. That's a, that's a, I think you're the only one that thinks I he's think cute. He's cute. I think he's a major himbo, which is okay. Jason is finally the next one. He says he's had his walls down and he only decided at three o'clock to stay because he had feelings for Claire. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Brendan is next. I'm the weirdo with the turtleneck. They have a good vibe. Yeah. Them. He says, I've been called Steve Jobs and this and that. And they're, they're getting along famously, Tasha and Brendan. And that's when Chris Harrison shows up. Yeah. And that's when he says, I've got a whole new limousine of guys for you to meet. Yeah. And she goes out and meets them. And I don't like any of them. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> they were all... I. None of them I liked as much as I like the old guys. No, me neither. Um, but let's let's mention them. Spencer is the first one out of the limo. He's super... I wanted to like him initially. He's very boring looking. Like, he's handsome. No, but he's, he's super handsome. He's, yeah. He's handsome in a very conventional way. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God, I'm so bored looking 100%. at you. <laughs> 100%. But she says he's hot. Oh, my God, he's hot. She loves the way he looks. He's yeah. He's so hot. She's so into him. Um, She's... I, I wrote down, Tasha says he's hot, hot, hot. Then and he gets husband music, too. So uh, I don't think he got husband. Did he he, get he got husband music. Oh. Yeah. Um, oh, and kindly, when Spencer comes into the house, Jason welcomes him. I like Jason. Okay. We'll talk about that more. I think, okay. <laughs> I think he's a good dude. Yeah, I never doubted that. Um, but he... Oh, and Spencer, when he comes in the house, he says, which one of you scared Claire away? Yeah, he's just... Every time he does anything, I'm a little bit, like, not a good impression, dude. Every time he opens his mouth, he messes up. Yeah, and I'm like, maybe you just... He has no clue what to do or what to say. Yeah, he's a little, little iffy. But then the next... pisses them all off. Is the next guy that comes out the guy with the stupid mustache? Um, I believe, um, oh, 
before we get to the next guy, oh. Kenny says, if I had an asshole first impression rose, I'd give it to Spencer. <laughs> but I'm not sure he said asshole. He might have said dick or something else like that because they bleeped him. Mm-hmm. The next out of the car, out of the limousine, is Montel in a, the pink suit guy with the Oh, he was smile. handsome. Yeah, yeah, he was cute. He was very likable. The next guy is Peter, who doesn't really get any screen time, so I'm sure he'll be gone. Yeah, you don't see. even remember Peter, do nope. you? Nope. And the last guy out of the car is Noah. And he's this jerk with a stupid mustache. He looks so dumb. I can't, I don't like looking at him either. Oh, I can't stand him. <laughs> like, his stupid mustache is so distracting. Somebody in the house, we can't really see who it, at least I couldn't see who it was, was looking out when Noah got out of the car and, at least editing-wise, said, Oh, I'm not worried about that guy. I want to <laughs> be, be nice to everybody, but who the F are these guys? <laughs> anyway. And so... He's a player. Noah's a player. Because he, he's the one that had to have one last look before he went in the house. And he's Tisha's so like, gross. Oh, this guy and his mustache. Oh, he's gross. We can't he's so him. gross. Go home, Noah. You make Spencer look like a prince. Yeah. Well, mm. uh, then Tasha goes back inside and she's like, let's kick off the evening with some talking. And... Throw back to that one date where Claire couldn't get a single one of the guys to take her away right, to talk right. to her. Every and the guy, second like, Tasha walks in and is like, "Let's chat." They descend on her <laughs> like a swarm of locusts, <laughs> and she she just like, laughs. Oh, she's, she's like, like oh, "Oh, okay, stand back." And then um, she chooses Spencer. Spen- I don't think she chooses Spencer. I think Spencer elbows out and he pushes his way himself through. himself upon her. Yeah. But she acquiesces to that. She doesn't say, whoa, 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 you know, she just, yeah. okay. Which is lame since he just showed up there. It, it was a little bit rude to the other guys, I think. And all the other guys were kind of like, mm, not, not cool, dude. And Kenny in his, I think it was Kenny, in his aside says, you know, you know, why are all these guys here? That Spencer dude, he doesn't look like he's here to find love. He looks like he's here to be a dick. <laughs> and Brendan's mad, too. Brendan's like, you know, that guy has a lot of nerve. You know, mm-hmm. ah, I'm pissed at that guy. Why did you... Ah? He has no class, basically. Mm-hmm. So Spencer and Claire talk... Or, sorry, Spencer and Tasha talk. Spencer's from San Diego. He's a big surfer. He's 30. She's 29. Um, she says, I don't surf. You know, he's, I'm a big beach guy. I don't surf. Well, I can teach you, he says. And she says, well, okay, are you a good teacher? Because I really don't want to drown. <laughs> yeah. But she still likes him. She still really likes him. But this whole interaction, I'm like, this is so boring. boring. I would, I would hate talking to this guy. Yeah, it's boring. In her ITM, though, like, she's, he's so hot. Oh, so she basically says he's totally, she's like, I would totally go after this guy in normal life. So he's her type, basically, mm-hmm. is what we have to understand about that. Yeah. So ben is itching to talk to her. She says, he says, she commands the room. Um, Chris Harrison brings in the first impression rose and puts it on the table. Ivan is really wanting that first impression rose. So when the first impression rose comes out, Bennett notes what happened the last time that first impression rose came out he said well the last guy that got that is on his honeymoon now so <laughs> that's a pretty important thing i guess <laughs> and um and ed ed who we never hear talk says this is the rose the first impression rose this is life or death <laughs> And Zach C. says, you know, I don't care if I get the first impression. I, I just want a rose. I just want a rose, damn it. I'll just, you know, that's all I want. I just want to stick around. And, and um, they all hang out with her a little bit. Um, Zach has a really nice time with her. Yeah. She and Zach are really, really sweet. I really, really like them together. I like them together, too. But then I saw, like, sort of in on Instagram and stuff, the way he kind of ogles her, which is a little uncomfortable. But I still feel like she really likes him and he really likes her. I don't know what you mean. Ogles like he's... 
Oh, I yeah, he I checks did, out our boobs basically. Yeah, I did notice that when we first watched it, actually, too, and I was like, mm. but she still seems to really like him. Mm-hmm. And after they talk, she says he's really interesting. And her whole thing about Zach is that he's a man. She's tired of boys. She wants a man. So mm-hmm. that's the vibe she's getting from him. What whatever vibe we are. Um, she plays cornhole with Chasen. She's like, I did this on my. First night of The mm-hmm. Bachelor. Which I don't remember. But. Yeah. I guess with Colton. She yeah. went pretty far, so I guess that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. She talks to DeMar. And he was like, oh, I had no idea. And maybe he didn't have any idea, but his producer sure as heck did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then she talks to Noah. Noah has ten brothers and sisters, and one of them's a twin. And I was listening. One of them's his twin, yeah. Yes, one of them's his twin. Thank you. And I was listening to Nick Vial's podcast a while ago, and he he said that the producers told him that one of the guys really reminded them of him in a good way. He doesn't know who it is, but he thinks it might be Noah because Nick also has 10 brothers and sisters. Oh, I didn't know Nick had that many siblings. Or something like that, some astronomically huge number. So, anyways. I think, I know you think um, Zach looks like... Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, but I think he looks like Nick. There's a little Nick going in there, too. Yeah. His and, children- it, and so far, he is... Um, The way he communicates and presents mm -hmm. himself is similar to Nick, I feel. I can see that. I didn't really, I didn't watch Nick's season, so I don't know him that well. I know, only know him like via social media mostly. You watched Caitlin's Caitlin's season. season. Yeah. Yeah. Caitlin's season, but I didn't watch Nick's season. And you watched one of his seasons of Paradise, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think I probably did. But yeah, no, I get your vibe. Mm -hmm. I just, I feel like I know him older Nick now than I know him better bachelor Nick. I think he was much more open and less cynical maybe when he was on Caitlyn's season and stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, Tasha tells Kenny, he looks good in a suit. He should wear one more often. Ben, she, she dances with Ben. She has a nice vibe with Ben. And Tasha keeps saying what a great night she's having. Oh, he's so wonderful. Everybody's so great. Yeah, she's like, I couldn't have a better night That's one. Not, this yeah. is the best night one anyone could ever have yeah. ever. Mm-hmm. Which they always say that, but she's... I believe her. Yeah. So, time to give out the first impression rose. And she gives it to... Spencer. Yuck. Boo! Basically, she just thinks he's hot, and she kisses him. Yeah, they make out. Spencer comes back with the rose on his jacket, and Bennett says, Congratulations to you, Spencer. Bennett's a (laughs) class dude, right? He's a class act. Um, He's not being sarcastic or nasty at all. No, 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 no. I didn't say that he was. Um, But, yeah, so then... Their night ends, I'm pretty sure. Well, she assembles them and says, normally there would be a rose ceremony right now, but I'm canceling the rose ceremony Mm because I want to get to know all of you better and continue all of our journeys. So that's nice. Um, So, yeah. So they have a group date the next day. Um, And... They show in between the, during the commercial, before the commercial, they show the extended season preview that was available on Instagram. (laughs) I don't think we really have to mention that, Mom. Well, it's important because we get to see the people that are highlighted. The guys who are sort of get a lot of time during the preview are Ivan, Zach, Noah, and Brendan. And the all, I can't wait to see her dad. Yeah. In the dad preview, the dad says... This happens in the middle of the episode, not at the end? Mm -hmm. Okay. The dad says, why him? There's something wrong with this guy. And she cries a lot. So anyway. Um, But then group date. Nope. Then, back from commercial, Chris Harrison talks to Dale and Claire in the Black Lodge. Okay, we don't have to... (laughs) In the Black Lodge. We don't have to talk about that. Basically, they're like, oh, what is next for you guys and then dale says i don't know maybe move in together maybe get married and 
Claire is like, babies! Yeah. Babies. So and Joe's no, like, mm. no, we have to get married first. And, and she's like, well, whatever happens. Yeah. And Dale's like, I mean, Dale says he's in love with her. It was love at first sight. I love her. She's wonderful. But the whole time he's like basically face palming without the face palm in his face. Like, uh, okay, yeah. Okay, babies, whatever you want. Just let's just carry on. <laughs> um yeah, the whole thing was was a mess. Well, and her whole message is, oh, I just needed a guy to show up. And I get that because, you know, her dad died when she was young. Her mom's super sick now. On the one hand, she seems crazy. On the other hand, she's terribly stressed, probably, you know? And mm, she's... I think she would have acted this way no matter what year she was living in. Maybe. Who knows? I I don't think that the timing has anything to do with it. And she, it has everything to do with the fact that she is just a very emotional. Um, well, maybe she's emotional because she's been through all person. this trauma, you know? Okay. I don't know. I don't want to get married to her. No. no. And I worry about poor Dale. No. But he seems like a good guy. Yeah. But anyways, she basically, you know, I know he will never leave. And Dale's like, uh, um. Yeah, their whole that whole bit is bo- was boring. The whole the best part of it was the babies and Dale being like, babies. "What the heck?" Um, back to Tasha and back to Tasha. Then it's a group date, mm-hmm. and the first which one was the first group date? Well, she's. Let's see. I'm looking at my notes. Um. Okay. So, um, easy says last night. We invited four new brothers to the party. And the other guys are like, we didn't really invite them. They're sort of talking about the four new guys, etc. The date card comes in. Chris Harrison addresses Bennett um, about Tasha. You know, what do you think? And Bennett gushes about Tasha's energy and how wonderful she is. And then Ivan basically repeats exactly the same thing Bennett just said, which is cute. Um, so Chris Harrison said, everyone gets a date this week. And Ivan reads the date card. Blake, Riley, Zach, Jordan, Noah, Peter, Kenny, Jay, Easy, Spencer. Zach refers to Tasha as a gift. We've been given this gift, which, I don't know, that's sort of a weird, I thought that was a I don't think he was talking about Tasha when he said that. I think he was talking about the opportunity to be able to try again. Okay, maybe. Um, oh my gosh! You're what? really ju- you're judging very hard. Am I? I'm yeah. Sorry. Well, I like Zach. I like Zach, but I just when I rewatched we inter- it, we interpret a lot of these things very differently. When I watched it again, I was that when he said that sentence, I was like, oh. So I, when I watched it again, the first time it didn't bother me at all. I think he was referring to the second chance. Okay. Yeah, not the not her specifically. Okay. Um, but yeah, so then they, it's what, the basketball, no, what type of date is it? Pool date? Uh, yeah, it's the, um, pool the All the group dates are so... They're so dorky. Terrible. They're, and they're like, almost all of them involve a pool of one kind or another. They're like, dodgeball, no, basketball, this is, no. I think it's called splash ball pool. or something. It's like basketball in the water. Yeah, so that's what they're doing. This is when she walks out of the pool looking perfect, and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and they all um, the, hang out in the pool for a little bit before the game starts. Yes. Jordan, then, I want to point out that Jordan has tattoos on his chest that look like Caitlin Bristow's tattoos on her arms. Oh, yeah, and then Kenny has terrible tattoos. He has, like, this... What wants to be an American flag on his boob, and then he has these stars it's like, like an exploded American flag or something. Yeah, it's and then he has these stars like right on his like pelvis. I guess. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about. And that. they look like, so oh, bad. They look so. And it's like anyone that likes so tacky America that much. Is pretty questionable. <laughs> well, I don't. Um, it's not a problem with loving America. It's a problem with like having to just liking the flag permanently, permanently change your body to show that you how much you like America. 
you know, that's weird. It's like, yeah, it's gross. You it's, shouldn't have to like display your love for America on your body by, you know, permanently changing it. It's yeah. weird. Well, yeah. Okay. But yeah, they were so gross looking. Um, and then they play this basketball thing. Yep. Um, she's wearing this really pretty two piece blue thing. Oh yeah, um, that's cute. skirt and top thing. Um, they but. They're they, all in Speedos, and they play. And yeah, well, they send them to the – Chris sends them to the locker room to change into Speedos and these stupid little headband things. Um, and they is Chris puts them to two teams, the green team and the blue team. And whoever loses goes home, meaning goes back to their room, and the winners get to have a special time with Tasha. But it's not yeah, like the a Yeah, the usual thing. The well, usual it's thing. a little different because – they have a little barbecue afterwards, but all the guys get to go to the the after party in the evening. So they've changed that up a little bit. I didn't oh. realize that the first time we watched it, but when I watched it today, that's the deal. Oh, okay. Um, Blake does not want to go home naked again. Yeah, he's very paranoid about mm-hmm. that. But they all are doing this, and um, they have the grandiose- someone elbows. Oh. They have the grandiose sports music when they first, like, go, you know, Chris and Tasha go behind the table to to officiate the thing. Da-da-da! Da-da-da! Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you're right. Um, Chris says that Spencer is getting, quote, uber-aggressive. So, uh, so Spencer's getting really aggressive in the pool, and then... Someone elbows him in the face. Riley elbows Riley him. Riley elbows him in the face. And but then Riley- Tasha's, Tasha's like, what happened? And then Riley says... I don't know. His face hit my elbow. <laughs> Spencer's face hit my elbow. But he's bleeding, right? So Tasha runs over to him and com- comforts him. And I'm like, I- I'm thinking Riley probably didn't intend for the you know elbow in the nose to cause Tasha to come over and comfort the guy. But that's what happened. <laughs> Riley says in his his ITM, you know, pretty got pretty boys got to sit on the side and get pampered. That's what pretty boys do. <laughs> Um, and then Zach clings to the ball in the last minute of the game, but he loses it. Spencer makes the last basket. The blue team wins, just like on November 3rd. <laughs> um, and, yeah, the blue team wins. Easy J, Noah, Zach, and Spencer. They get to have a barbecue. And then I guess I don't really remember what happens with the barbecue then. I thought that the- No, they really don't show it. They just show them spraying, like, champagne everywhere. And then it's time for the after party when the other guys get to come back. Um, and before they leave, before the green team leaves, Tasha's like, I got you guys. Don't worry. I got you. You'll be back. So I think they're just kind of coddling them and trying to make them feel better mm-hmm. because of all the crap that happened with Claire. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows yeah. why they're doing it. Um... But, yeah, so they all hang out. They all do their little nighttime date. Bit. In the interim, Jason talks to Dr. Joe about how what a hard time he's having because he's still in love with Claire, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I, Jason says, I met this wonderful girl last night, but um, she deserves love, and I just don't know if I can do that. The one-on-one date card comes. Jason is afraid he's going to get the one-on-one card. <laughs> like, Honey, don't be afraid. <laughs> Go home anytime, but don't be worried about. Damar reads the one-on-one card. It's for Brendan. Uh, it's, we're going to start our journey to fall in love. Um, Brendan seems like a goofy, sweet guy. Um. Anyways, Riley gives the blue team a hard time for not serving Tasha her burgers. He's like at the after party. He's like, so did you guys? So Tasha, did these guys serve you dinner? Did, you, they, did they serve you your lunch? She's like, no. He's like, uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> evidence. You know, evidence. I'm a lawyer. Case closed. They didn't serve you lunch. They suck. I win. And, um, yeah, so they're all hanging out. Yeah. I forget who steals her first. Easy sits with her first. They have their, they like each other's giddy energy. She thinks he's really infectious. Mm-hmm. Easy says, you know, maybe this whole 2020 thing, you know, as sucky and horrible as it is, maybe it was meant to be so you guys could be together. She likes that. She really likes Easy. Mm-hmm. Zach's next, you know, why are you still single at 36? And he doesn't really answer. 
he asks her the same thing, and she says, you know, where I live, everybody's a boy. I need to find a man. And she thinks he's manly. She thinks he's a man, Zach. Mm -hmm. She thinks it's interesting and comfortable. So she's digging Zach. Uh, Oh, and she goes in for the kiss with Zach. Yeah. She she initiates them. Real quick, too. Yeah. She's she's ready for that. Um, She talks to all the other guys, Jordan. Riley. Oh, Riley wants two kids. Tasha wants five kids. Riley specifically wants two daughters, and Tasha wants five kids. Um, Spence. Okay, so then this is when we see the guys sort of starting to fight and not like each other. Spencer. Spencer is looking. I wrote. He looks extremely stiff, geeky, and white. <laughs> but he has good posture. And um, he's talking, he tells the other guys, like, this is the ultimate W. I had the ultimate W. I had a W today at the at the game, and now I want the ultimate W by getting that date group rose. And I'm like, what the hell? I've never heard that phrase, the ultimate that Spencer? W. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, it means win, but I've yeah, never heard that Yeah, it means before. win, but he also, he's stupid, because he already got the first impression rose. Right. And again, he looks like he's, he's an like, idiot. He looks like. He's a robot. He's, like, sitting like this really... Yeah. And then when he and Taisha do sit together to talk a little bit... Well, we're still in the middle of the fight, right? So he's like, this is the ultimate W. And Riley's like, um, excuse you? Riley says, you know, I can thank you for my broken ribs. And Spencer says, you want a few more? And Kenny's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me put... Spencer, let me put you, let me put this to you in layman's terms. You know, and don't take this the wrong way, but you come up, you come across as kind of a dick. <laughs> and Spencer's eyebrow, eyebrows raised. <laughs> that whole that whole exchange with Kenny was pretty funny. And he's like, honestly, I'm I'm really not. I I, I really had no idea that you felt that way about me. And um, oh, I forget who it was. Yeah, Spencer says, I honestly had no idea that you felt that way about me. And Zach C. says, no, I'm sorry, that's a lie, dude. You know, you came in stirring things up. You know what you're doing. Um, yeah. And my thought was, you know, when Easy sat down with Dale and said, dude, just own what you're doing. Just, mm-hmm. just don't, you know, you're a good dude. Just be a good dude. Mm-hmm. He handled that whole situation way better. These guys are just like, you're a straight-up dick to, yeah. to Spencer. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, this is, and this is when Riley does his lunch meat speech that tells Spencer, you're a lunch meat. You're, you know, where I come from. It's oh. a rough neighborhood. And pretty boys like you talk big but have no substance. You're a lunch meat. <laughs> um, and then Spencer eventually talks to Tasha, mm-hmm. And the whole... Their interaction, she thinks he's really hot, but their whole interaction's really boring. Um, and she brings him some ice for his poor broken lip. Yeah, he's like, Oh, thanks, I appreciate that. I'm gonna give you a side kiss because my lip hurts. And then he goes in for the kiss, which I think is interesting because, like, right before that, we saw her go in for the kiss with Zach. Right. So I thought that was and interesting. The, the side kiss, he's he's milking his injury for all it's worth. Yeah, he's. Really annoying. It's time for the date group, Rose. She thanks Spencer for a nice evening. She thanks Zach for a nice evening, but she gives the rose to Easy. Mm-hmm. Yay! Which was nice. And then it's the one-on-one. Well, yeah, almost. First, we have to get rid of Jason. Oh, yeah. Well, and their order of this is really weird because they do this, like... When she's wearing an outfit that she wears later in the episode. Oh, I didn't notice that. And then, um, like, she's wearing an outfit she wears later in the episode. And then when we see her again after this interaction, she's wearing a different outfit in between. Okay. So there may be some shenanigans. I finally figured out who Jason looks like to me. Do you know who Liev Schreiber is? No. He was, he played Wolverine's nemesis. Sabretooth, I think his name was. Okay. Do you remember him? No. And he was married to Naomi Watts. Okay, mm-hmm. well, Jason looks like Liev Schreiber. 
to me. Okay. <laughs> all right. So the bros are all talking about the tough position. They're all around the pool at night. It's a lovely looking scenario. And they're all talking about how it's J- Dr. Joe. Thank God he's still here. Hopefully he'll be around for a while. Zach, Blake, and Jason. They're all chatting about how much they love Jason and what a tough time he's going through. They're around the pool, you know. And then Jason shows up. And in a feat of amazing acting, they all pretend to be surprised. Oh, we're so glad you're here, dude. We've been talking about you. We're worried about you, dude. And Jason sits down. He says, and I, he says, I love you guys. And Zach has his arm around Jason. So Jason tells these gentlemen, you know, I, I fell in love with Claire and I can't do this to you guys or to Tasha. It's just not respectful for me to stay here and take time away from, you know, you and her. And Zach gives him sort of a little attic talk. He's like, you're so much stronger now than you were when you walked in here. I love you, bro. <laughs> and they give big bro hugs. And, you know, I don't know, judging from... Jason's, we know, is not super smart, and he's got all the bachelor speak, right? All the Mm -hmm. bachelor, let down my walls, I was vulnerable, you know, blah, blah, blah. I really believe him, actually. I don't think he's, like, crafty enough to be jonesing for a big career bachelor When we first watched the episode, she was like, I think he's gunning for paradise. I think he's trying to get to paradise. And I was like, no, Mom, he's not smart enough to do that. And I agree with you. He's not going to... He's not conniving. He's just dumb. (laughs) I needed needed to get to know him better. And I really believe he's a good dude. I Mm -hmm. really believe that he had this thing for... He was, like, all in for Claire and, like, really believing that this was a real possibility for him and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and so I really love him. I love Liev Schreiber and I want to see him again. Mm-hmm. But, you know, who knows if that'll happen. Yeah. So basically he goes to see Tasha and tells her, I can't flip that switch. You know, he's into Claire and I, you know, you know, I'm sorry to barge in late on a Sunday night, which I thought I liked that breaking the fourth wall thing, seeing that they actually have real days. He said, you know, I actually, I had my walls down. I fell in love with Claire and you deserve someone who's all in and I can't do this anymore. And so she tries to get him to stay. Um, and she's like, this is one of my greatest fears. Like I thought all of you, maybe you were already into Claire and I am just so, you know, this is confirming my fears. And he says, no, no, let me stop you. Those 19 guys that are in there, they are here for you. You are, you know, in good hands with any one of these guys. And she says, you know, that's really sweet. And, you know, I really appreciate, you know, you're a mature man. I really, and when he leaves, she's like, I really wish I could have gotten to know that guy better because he seems like a good dude. Mm -hmm. She seemed pretty sad that she doesn't get to get to know him better, which is a nice thing. And she reiterates what's going to be her tagline and her reason for being, you know, I never want to feel like a second choice again because that's how I was made to feel in my previous marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, next morning, the guys um, realize Jason's gone and they're sad. I wrote down, so many pools. It's time for Brendan's date. With Tasha, and he's super excited. He gets ready to turtleneck it up, and no, he doesn't wear a turtleneck today. <laughs> but she comes in. He's chatting with the guy, the bros, about how excited he is, and she she rides in, where, riding a horse and pulling along another horse. And Bennett is excited about this. She's like, "Oh, she looks good." Like, <laughs> oh, of course, because he's you know Bennett. He would like horses, and <laughs> equestrianism, and so forth. And this date is so dumb, too. All the dates are just so dumb. Yeah, it's really bad. And she's like, we're going to go for a ride around the resort. She and says, it's time for Brendan to get back in the saddle. So I'm wondering if she already knows he's divorced when she said that. Who knows? But anyway. So they get in the horse and they... I think she said, it's time for us to get back, back maybe. in the saddle. I don't That's think she said... That's not what I wrote down, but maybe... No. So he's, he, Brennan has a little speech about how he wanted to kiss her on night one, but damn it, Chris Harrison interrupted. So now he's ready, he's ready to kiss her now. He's ready to kiss her on the horse. Enter Chris Harrison with margaritas. (laughs) 
I'm so ready to kiss her. Oh, it's funny. Before they start riding away on the horses, he says, oh, do I just hop on the back of yours? And she's like, no, you have your own. (laughs) And then he hops on. And then they ride away, and that's when Chris Harris. That's right. when all that And they have a happens. lovely chat while they're riding along. But then there's Chris Harrison with margaritas, and he's like, oh, man, okay. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, and he's, he's like, yeah, Chris Harrison's my guy, but, you know, it's time to move on and have our date. And so as soon as they, they continue on their as ride, soon as they continue on their ride, Chris Harrison waves them goodbye, and then he sprints to a razor scooter and then he zooms away <laughs> to his next location where he offers them an ice cream like, so they, they turn a few corners and there's Chris again with some ice cream and Brennan's like damn he keeps showing up <laughs> and then after the ice cream he runs off again and he has cold coconuts for them and Brennan's like okay dude this is really nice but I need Chris Harrison to give me some space <laughs> So they finally get to another pool, and Tasha, in her aside, says that Brennan is, he's patient, he's kind, he seems really humble, um, and he finally gets his kiss in the pool. Uh-huh. And she, in her aside, says, he is everything, and she's, she could go, I, she, I could go home with him right now, she says. So she really likes this guy, uh-huh. ostensibly. So it's time for the night date. Another pool, poolside dinner. She looks amazing. Mm-hmm. This her little shiny skimpy dress, which is what she was wearing when what's his face? Oh, okay. Left when he came uh, in to tell her goodbye. That's what she was wearing. Gotcha. So I think that he came in before her date. I gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said, I guess it's a nice thing they're making like men wear suits to the nighttime dates in this weather because he's not got a turtleneck on anymore. <laughs> He's got like just a t-shirt. And so he really he says, I really I'm not the smartest. Oh, Brandon says, you know, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the house or the best looking guy in the house. And I get that well-rounded isn't particularly sexy, but I do think I am really good husband material. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was such a good speech. And such a since on the mm-hmm. Bachelorette, it's just such a speech we don't ever hear. Yeah. It was humble, like she said. I really, I hope he, I'm buying what he's selling so far. I hope he really is this humble and sweet. Yeah. So he, you know, he says, you know, I got to tell you something. I've been married. I got divorced very young. You know, there was no cheating. There was no addiction, nothing, nothing like that. Um, We just grew up, you know, we, we got together in high school. We were high school sweethearts. We got married and we just grew up and fell out of love. And, you know, we didn't have any identities without each other. We tried counseling. Tasha asks if his, how his family felt about the whole thing. And he says, you know, they thought we were crazy and stupid for divorcing for no reason. They didn't get it, you know. Uh-huh. And Tasha says, do you want to know my thoughts? And he's like, absolutely. And she tells him, I was married before, too. Uh-huh. And Obviously, he's not a big enough Bachelor Nation fan or he would have known that because mm-hmm. he's, like, surprised and everything. Although, I admit, I forgot. I forgot, too. And she says, you know, I felt the same thing. My identity was compromised. My identity was wrapped up in this guy's. On the other hand, there was cheating. Not on my part. He cheated. But at the end, I was so ashamed and embarrassed. And my, I just felt bad about what my friends and family thought of me. Mm-hmm. And so they really bond over this thing. They really have had a similar experience. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, yeah, we made a mistake, but we learned from it and we've grown. And they, you know, they cheers to being exactly where we're supposed to be. And, you know, they seem to really vibe with one another. And, you know, unique to this house, their experience. Um also, Brendan's ex did not want kids, and he does. So he tells Tasha, you know, he wants that. And she says, oh, I want five kids. <laughs> he's like, gulp. He's like, oh, and she's like, are you, are you okay? And he's like, no, five kids doesn't scare me. Five kids is fine. <laughs> um, so I wrote down, um, he seems really genuine. I'm So far, I'm buying what he's selling, and he's way better than Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Spencer. 
They got fireworks. The guys watching from afar can see the fireworks chasing and easy. And they're like, oh, man, they had a good date. So anyway, Tasha's thoughts after the date. She says, kissing Brandon feels like kissing my person. Ooh. Ooh. I feel like he could be my husband. So. Claire energy. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But they do seem to click really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I think that they do really bond over their shared experiences. Kind of trauma, yeah. yeah. Separate, but shared trauma. Um, That's it. The pre- in the preview, um, Noah's going to be a dick. And on the next group date, and Ed and Chasen are going to crash and burn each other down. Mm-hmm. I... Love the show. I hate when the rose ceremonies and the pattern is thrown a disrupted, off. Disrupted, yeah. Because then it's like when you start with something like a rose ceremony, your like body is like, oh, bedtime, and then you're like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Well, yeah, and you can't do <laughs> There's like still so much more. <laughs> like I like to do the um, the fantasy leagues, and they're totally thrown out the window when they do mm-hmm. that. You can't do the fantasy leagues that way. So, anyways. They have the exit, the outro um, is a little video of Ed and Bennett chatting. Thank God, because they don't see enough Bennett. Um, (laughs) And, you know, they talk about, oh, so what about Noah? Oh, Noah was a curveball, Bennett says. Uh, And, like, what about his mustache? (laughs) And Bennett, Bennett cracks Ed up. He's like, dude, it's not Movember. Maybe, <laughs> which is funny because it is right now when the episode's but airing. Movember, yeah, like, and and I get it. yeah, I good. Okay, just making sure our listeners get it because they can't see my mouth. Um, so maybe that's a thing in Oklahoma. You had four months to shave that stuff off your lip. <laughs> it's totally an unremarkable mustache. She says. <laughs> So I love you, Bennett. Thank you for making the, the rest mustache of my is so stupid, God, though. I, I hate it. I, I can't look at it. I hate Noah to, and I have no concrete reason why. I just there's something about him that's just smarmy and gross. But and are so, you excited to see throughout the rest of the show how he's like Nick? No, 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 no. You didn't let me finish. Throughout the rest of the show, as we continue the season, are you excited to see Noah's arc? <laughs> Well, we tried to get through two shows really fast, and I'm sorry if we were a little bit rushed or whatever, but, you know, we love you, and we thank you for listening. And And we will get back to one episode per podcast episode again soon. Yeah. But, um, thank you. Dropped a dime. Sorry. Um, We appreciate you guys listening. We're so thankful that you take the time to listen, and um, please rate review and subscribe if you want and you can share this podcast with your mothers or your daughters or your, anyone you know that watches the bachelor um and you can follow us on the gram on the instagram uh, <laughs> mom's dropping stuff you dropped a dime i dropped my bracelet. <laughs> um but you can follow us on the instagram at rosette's podcast um, yeah. Oh, and you can email us too if you want, rosettespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, but we are so excited to see you again on what day is the bachelor on now? Tuesday? Tuesday. So we'll see you like Wednesday day or after tomorrow. Yeah. We'll see you when we see you. But so excited. I'm really excited for the rest of the season. I think. Oh, yeah, me too. I, it was really hard to watch Claire. Yeah, um, well, I mean, Claire was all in, and she was, like, so excited. Tasha's a little bit more reticent, like I said. I think she's just a little more, like, you know, patient or, like, you know, just more careful. So it's just a weird switch, but I really like her, and I think she's just as gorgeous as can be, and hopefully she'll find the right guy. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Let's let us know what you guys think is going to happen. So far, I am team Zach, team Ben. I'm Brendan. Yeah, I'm team Zach and team Brendan. Okay, but 
that being said, that's really all we've had the opportunity to see. Yeah. I just have a good so. vibe about Bam. I can't even tell you why. Yeah. I've, and Ivan. I forget about Ben. I forget about Ivan until he's on screen and I'm like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> oh, and Easy got a rose too. So yeah. I, I love Easy and Ivan. I just forget about them. And I'm not sure. So far, I like her chemistry with Zach and Brendan better. Yeah. But that's just as of now. It could always change. Yep, it's early. But, but screw Spencer. Yeah, Spencer <laughs> sucks. All right. 